Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Mason, what's up? Hey, it's good, man. It's been a good weekend. Yeah, you had, you had a fun weekend. Let's talk about your weekend. Yeah, so um, my little brother, Trace, who we've interviewed on, we've had him on the podcast. Yeah. We posted about him multiple yeah, times yeah. now. Friend, brother of the podcast, you know. And some of you may have already seen an Instagram post about this, but <laughs> um, yeah, friend, brother of the podcast, uh, Trace Day. We went to the CCM Showcase in Denver, Colorado this weekend, and basically it's just a um, tournament of prospects, you know, and they just don't get divided up and thrown on a color. And so he had, he's playing in the 05, 06 age group, um, midget minors. And he played for team pink team and, pink. Yep. He's, they're called the futures. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he had a good weekend, uh, four, four games. And then, uh, um, so yeah, Friday, Saturday game, and then two games Sunday, and then there's a championship or an all-star game. Yeah. An invite all-star game. And he got into that. And overall, it was a good weekend. I think he had, you know, four or five points on the weekend. His his team was okay. But okay. Uh, he looked he looked good as, you know, he was creating a lot of time or space himself, getting shots on net when no, nobody else was able to create anything. That's good. Out That's there good. for his team, yeah. He knows what the scouts are looking for. Yeah. And, you know, being <laughs> 6'2 helps too, right? You, you can't yeah, coach yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I love your family picture. We always joke about, you know, that we're, we're small guys, and then it's yes. you and your mom, you know, and then there's Trace in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It is. I was like, man, we got to put you in the middle, obviously, a big tower. And then <clears throat> I was trying, I wanted to go post take a picture in front of like the, one of the CCM tables, but they were like super crowded at the time. And Trace uh, was like being all like, you know, uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, let's try and get the ice in the back then. <laughs> it's cool, man. It worked. Looked like it was a blast. Yeah, it was a good time. It was, uh, the fun part was, is that whole little, uh, Westminster promenade area. They call it like the, the rink is connected to a whole little shopping center and there's like a bridge yeah, yeah, to yeah. it, you know, to go eat. And then the, the Weston hotels right there. So, you literally don't have to walk more than like a quarter mile anywhere to go to the rink, go back to the hotel, and then go eat. Is it is just right outside Denver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've probably been to that area. I've, I've or seen it. We've 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 drove through there a lot. I know when we go to stay, there's like you always see like Denver Westminster, so it's just like a little bit outside Denver. So, okay, yeah, I guess the uh, Highland Hills Jaguars. That's the they're one of the uh, youth organizations out there. That that's their their home barn. Oh, okay, okay. And so they have three rinks, and one of them has a little, like, you know, restaurant bar that overlooks it. And Trace got pretty lucky. He played all his games on the main rink except for one, I think. Oh, nice. Well. And, uh, yeah, it was good. He was, uh, you know, uh, a prestigious prospect, I guess, if you will, or, you know, <laughs> a well-known. And, you know, you see him. He's wearing blue pants and a blue helmet with a pink yeah, jersey. Yeah, he stands yeah. out like a sore thumb, and he's 6'2", and so – it was pretty funny just to be standing next to scouts and like, you know, they all have like the same look to them or shirt and they have a, this booklet in their hand of all the players, you know? Yeah. And uh, you, you're like, oh, Trace. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're with Trace, huh? Where's he playing next year? You know, <laughs> and they just start right trying, into it. Trying to get the inside scoop on him, huh? Yeah. Then they're showing you pictures of the academy, of the team they're from. And you're like, okay, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> I think he gets a lot of these. But, you know, next time, maybe we'll both have to go and we'll like get some like interview like mics from the road like hey let's 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 get your you know point of view yeah. on this you know interview a couple of these uh you know scouts <laughs> yeah it, it's right no yeah it actually was crazy is a lot of them might like so we get talking to them and like a lot of them played echl at one point or h other all like old players yeah, yeah, and like yeah. one of them 
Corey, I think it was Sadarko. He played for the Steelheads for like five years, and he oh, finished okay. out in like 11, 12 or something like that. And now he's kind of like a big deal in the Idaho hockey scene. And I there was like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, we, you know, Grizzlies go at it quite a bit with the Steelheads. Yeah. So I've probably seen you play back in the day. And it's good to see. It's, it's kind of fun to see that side of the business, I guess. Yeah. And then they're all like, oh, and I also, I'm also like a rep or whatever brand, you know, because like it feels <laughs> like all these big hockey names are all, they're also like part time a rep for whatever yeah, company, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, but I guess that makes sense. You know, that's an easy way for them to market and be like, hey, you're good at hockey. You know, people, when you're talking hockey, hey, bring up that you, you sell our sticks or something like that, whatever. <laughs> Just toss it in there. The, you know, Bauer's the best. <laughs> Bauer, yeah. And I saw there was a local uh, Golden Eagles kid there. I didn't get his name, but he was in the same, the Futures Division 0506 oh, nice, year. nice. So cool. he would well, have been a U16. I don't know if they had an Eagle. U18, 16, U16 or U18, whatever team yeah. that. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, that hockey, the young hockey world is, you know, there's a lot more politics still going on. And so it was kind of, it was interesting listening to people talk and want to know about Trace. And I was like, he, they look Trace up like, mom, they have a book in their hand that says all the kids names, like, but he knew where he played for. I was like, it says their team next to their name. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what they put in the book. <laughs> oh, bless you, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, it felt cool. And then Trace like, oh yeah, that, that team sucked, you know. And he just like brushes these <laughs> offers off. And I'm like, dude, I never got an offer like I would have, I would coach, bro. I would have been like, hey, who's the worst team? All right, I want to be your fourth liner. I just want, yeah. I just want my foot in the door. I just, <laughs> I just want a want shot, ex- man. I just want the experience. I'll, I'll just come to this facility every day and work out, you know. And I'll, I'll count shots in the bleachers <laughs> during the games, you know, whatever we got to do. Yeah, but yeah. give me a jersey and the the team gear and say I'm on the team. Nice, nice. Uh, it was a good weekend. I mean, my weekend. It so wasn't, yeah, it wasn't as exciting as yours, you know. That's okay. I mean, yeah, the Grizzlies weren't in town or anything. Yeah, so we kind of, we kind of had a relaxing weekend, just kind of chilling, watching you know playoff hockey. And but that is exciting. It is exciting, and it's also emotional roller coaster. And being a Leafs fan, ooh. I'll tell you what the the playoffs. It's like it's like it could be like your birthday one day, and then like going to a <laughs> funeral the next day. Like, <laughs> that's like that's such a good way to put it. The emotions you ride through the NHL playoffs, and like I've almost had to like just step back, like all right, Nick. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, don't get too amped up over this, right? Don't get it. Oh man, and that's that's game seven tonight, right? Game seven tonight. You know, we're we're recording this Memorial Day. It's like four thirty, so we're trying to, you know. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, like, we we've we've gone to the gravesides and stuff today throughout the day, and my brother that that went on his mission to Toronto. That you know, that's why I like yeah. the Leafs and stuff when he went on his mission when I was little, and uh, he. He was there, and he's like, oh, I'm ready to watch the Leafs game. He's got my Leafs shirt on. I was like, yeah, I got my hat on. Like, I told Autumn I'd wear this red shirt, you know, to the, so we matched everybody. But I was like, I got to wear my Leafs stuff. You, you got to have something, Leafs. It's, it's game day. And, like, I, I don't like to watch the Leafs games with anybody because, like, if I'm – I get super, like, into it. I want to be into it. And if, like, I'm – I'm pissed off after the game. Like, I'm mad. I know how I that goes, like, man. I try to, like, you know, take a couple deep breaths. I don't like people, like, ah, you know, in my face, you know. And so he was like, are you coming over to mom and dad's the barbecue to watch the game? And I was like, yep, I'll be there. Yep. If, you're, if you're there, okay, uh, I'll be there. Because yeah, okay. we usually watch a game together. We usually go to a yeah. game every year together. And this year we weren't obviously able yeah. to go to a game. But, and we usually watch a game, and you know, one of the playoff games, you know. Usually they lose or, you know, it's not yeah. been successful in the past. So I was like, all right, we haven't watched the game this year together. So I'm going to go over there and watch the game. And 
Godspeed. Godspeed. I kind of have PTSD on like watching a playoff game on Memorial Day because when the when the Caps were in the, the finals that year, it was more game one was Memorial Day weekend against Vegas. Oh uh, yeah, again it was Memorial Day was game one, and we went and watched over at my parents' house, and everybody was rooting for Vegas, and Autumn everybody was so hard, and, huh? and Autumn was so mad, and like after the game, like everyone's like yeah, and I was like let's go, and I was like all right. Later. <laughs> Did they only get that game? They only got the one, yeah. And then it was four straight, right? It was four Washington, straight after so. that. So. <laughs> it just happened to be that game, though. The, so, the one loss so that I'm she's hoping, at their house. Yeah, so I'm hoping Memorial Day has a little bit better luck for you know our family today. <laughs> Good for you, man. I haven't made any grave sites out. I just flew in. Like an hour ago, but yeah. <laughs> I got up and did the Murph with my mom today, you know, in honor of all the, you know, the military veterans. The, the Murph? What's that? Did did the Murph? Lieutenant Michael Murphy, uh, Operation Red Wings. Have you heard of the Lone Survivor? No. He was part of that. He was the team leader. So oh, the captain okay. oh, no, in charge the of the Lone Survivor. The movie, Survivor. The movie. Yeah. yeah, the movie. He was on that team. Oh. They got stuck in the mountains there. He was actually the, the, the officer in charge of the team. Okay. And, uh, and I guess this, I think it was a workout or some, this workout was, I don't know if it was a staple of what he did, but okay. in honor of him and their sacrifice, this workout has has been um, you know deemed the Murph, and it's a hero wad from it's it started with CrossFit, I think, like the the hero wad. I don't know if it started with CrossFit. Anyways, it's a big CrossFit <laughs> thing now, but it's a big worldwide thing now, and oh. now it's kind of like so it's a mile run, and then you do a hundred push ups, two hundred no hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, three hundred air squats, and then a mile run on the back end. And you do it with a 20-pound weight vest if you're going to go full uh, unscaled version of it. You know, that's the full version. Or you can take your vest off or you can, you know, modify it however you need. But it's kind of become the military, like the honor, the workout that honors all the fallen. Oh, okay. You know, um, like those have made the ultimate sacrifice for us. And along with, you know, that team, Michael Murphy, so... That's awesome. We dude. got up and did that. No vest because, you know, I didn't travel with the 20 pound weight vest. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't fit in the carry on. Yeah, but, you know, we made it work in the little hotel gym, ran well, that, on the treadmill. That's cool. That's cool. That's that's awesome. I mean, one day I hope to, you know, we can maybe, it maybe next year. I got a garage that's, set up now. That's, that's my goal. Perfect. All right. Next Memorial Day, I'm coming over yes. and murfing it. Baby step. You've already lost like the 50 pounds, dude, <laughs> on the plant base. Now you just got to get the training in. <laughs> yeah, you got to do some exercise. Everyone always, always asks me, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not exercising, if that's what you think. <laughs> it's like the Vince Vaughn style yeah. weight loss. You know, I managed to just lose weight without gaining any muscle or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the breakup. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, that's my goal. All right, next okay. Memorial Day, I'm doing it with we're you. We're murfing it. Murfing it. And then we're talking on the podcast. And then we're, then we're podcasting it. Nick is still breathing. It'll be Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mason, man. He's, he's did the Murph. He's flew all the way in from Colorado. Jeez, man. Hey, yeah, it's been a day, man. It's good. You know, you get amped up when you're on the road, though. You know, it's like everything seems yeah. so much better than it is at home, right? Like yeah, getting yeah. up early to work out in the hotel gym. You're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> We're fine today. But you wake up, you know, every day at home and you wake up a little extra early. And you're like, oh, I hate myself. I hate yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like you, whenever you go to a hotel, it's always funny. You pack the sneakers like, you know, the workout sneakers, yeah. you know? Like, what's the difference? Like, I have those sneakers at home every day and like I don't do anything. But when I go on vacation, yeah. Maybe I'll wake up and, you know, run before I go to Disneyland because, you know, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I dedicated, you know, 5% of my suitcase to my sneakers, you know, so I'm obligated yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. to use them now. So that's awesome. I mean, we should probably get into some hockey at yeah. some point, in the, you know. <laughs> but good for you guys. You, you yeah. saw your memorials, you know, we did the Murph. And uh, yeah. now, you know, we talked about the those of 
fallen and the honored. Yeah. And now we can move on to these spectacular we, we got the important hockey. stuff yeah that's the important stuff yeah. you know i mean now we can talk about this stuff it's not so important you know the, yeah <laughs> the stuff that you know it, it's, it's the fun it, stuff it's the fun stuff right yeah but it, it's not necessarily maybe real life for everybody yeah, yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. so i mean this is our uh 21st episode dude old enough we should have cracked one open for the episode we, that should have been the opener <laughs> you know like the can yeah <laughs> we'll post a picture of us like flat out on the grass like later uh, <laughs> 21st episode <laughs> how old is cup talk old enough old enough <laughs> old enough to party <laughs> yeah so i mean it's been a great week i mean we had our our first win as a beer league you know team yeah we do gotta yeah mention that i finally made the yeah. game you know Two Second. points. Two points? Uh, yeah. Two, two goals or at least two points? It was like, yeah, either two goals or goal and assist, however you look at it. Me I, don't, I don't know if I, I should have grabbed the score sheet to see if you got the second one. But, yeah, Mason had uh, at least two points yeah. and maybe two goals. Me and Dre were both slapping at that puck. Yeah, it was a dirty it was one. A, yeah, one of those ones where you're like, they haven't blown the whistle. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, those guys wanted to beat us bad. So And that yeah. was the other half yeah. of our old yeah. Beaver friends, yeah. you know. Nick's brother Mark and, and his buddy Kendall, he who probably did Kendall, take fifteen shots. Kendall, you know, I joked with Kendall. I was like, you know, Kendall, I know you shot a lot, but I think Mark actually shot more than you. Did Mark, <laughs> Mark was letting him go, huh? Yeah, and I, and I even joked with Mark because we went to it was Troy's birthday, so we saw him on Saturday and uh, oh, happy birthday, Troy! Yeah, and happy birthday, Troy! And uh, yeah, so he was joking about you know. Kendall, we were joking about Kendall taking 15 shots, but, you know, he scored. Mark's, I said, I think you took more than Kendall. He's like, yeah, I was aiming for your head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, he, he did look like he was on the warpath, man. Yeah. He had that look to him, and he didn't stay and talk to anybody after, or, yeah. like, on the ice anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, that's all right. I mean, I actually just ran into, Colton wasn't at the game, but I actually just ran into him in the cemetery, so. Oh, where was he, man? He was, uh, he went to the jazz game. Oh, okay. I think his wife gave him birthday present. Oh, you know, it was his yeah, birthday okay. on, like, Friday or Saturday the week before, so his wife gave him birthday present, you know, tickets to the playoff jazz game, so he yeah. went to that, and but I just ran into him in the cemetery, actually, so we were talking. That's cool. You know. He's, he's ready for the next one. I'm, I'm excited to see him there. Yeah, he better be. I was, see, that's what I wanted to say. I was very impressed. Our D and you, our goalie. <laughs> you guys kept us in it, though. For, well, not like the first period, I feel like all of our lines were just wonky still. You know, we're trying to feel each other yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, And I just felt like we were getting you lit up with one T's left and right. And I'm like, oh, man, there's another one. But Nick was on his game, man. It was like. You weren't letting Mark or Kendall <laughs> score, dude. That's for dang sure. I know. And Kendall got that last one. I was like, ah, dang it. You and know? he sellied hard, naturally. Yeah. yeah. And that's good. You know, it's fun. I can't wait to play him again. No, it's good. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll have, I'll have some more uh, endurance this next time. But <laughs> they had a couple of those old XX Viewmont kids traded out of high school that were like, oh, yeah. You look at them, you're like, that's endurance in youth right there. <laughs> yep. They're, they're ready to go every shift, you know, double shift them. They're ready to go. I think their hair weighed more than their physical body weight <laughs> yeah they all had that super long flow yeah yeah so anyways that yeah. was game we won three two right yeah and i mean i want to talk about i mean i don't know if you've been waking up and watching the, any of the ihff or iihf you know hockey it's no usually but i've on, seen your post it's usually on in the morning you know and it's it's kind of been fun to watch you know because i feel like this tournament's been a little more s switched up than regular like canada's probably not going to make the the medal, like, the oh, really? whatever. The preliminaries? Yeah, right. they're not going to make it out of the preliminaries for, like, the first time ever, I think is what they said. That's, so. that's huge. Yeah. That's, I mean, 
They got some NHLers on that team, and any but anytime Canada's got a team together, they're usually going deep, if not winning the whole thing. So. Yeah, dude, that's like when Canada's like disown all of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in USA, they've been fun to watch, but they haven't been blowing teams out. They've been like just winning. Like yeah, today just they beat by. today they beat Russia two zero. You know that was with an open an empty net at the end, so it was one zero for the most of the game. So, so. they're beating top countries still, yeah. but just barely getting beating them, huh? Yeah, and and Cal Peterson's been really good in net for him, and really the team doesn't have that many stars on the team. I mean, you're talking like the stars are Brian Boyle. Ryan Donato. Brian Boyle's on the team? Yeah, Brian Boyle. Dude. He's like the veteran guy. Wasn't he like, well, he's like 6'8", right? Isn't he 6'6"? Yeah. Six, six? He's a huge guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he went through the cancer stuff. Yeah, what a cool story. Ago. Yeah. He's so, not in the league anymore, right? No, I don't think he, uh, I don't Maybe know if he played this in, year. Maybe he's signed by someone, but I yeah, haven't seen him in a while. I know he played for Florida last year, but. And maybe he's still on their team. He just wasn't making yeah. the cut this year. So that's cool to see, though. I didn't know he was playing. Yeah, I mean Connor Garland. Maybe that. Maybe that's. I mean Justin Abocator yeah. the, the captain. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, outside of that, that, I mean those are not you know huge yeah, top names. ten scoring names at by any means. They're not even close. Yeah, and right now USA is in second. Finland's in first, but Finland has played one more game than them. So. And they just they went to they won today in overtime against Latvia. So I think it's like three points for a win, two points for an overtime win. Okay. You know, you know, one point for an overtime loss or whatever. So, so our think, boys. So if USA does win their game tomorrow, I think they play their last game tomorrow, then they're you know, they bump up to that first spot. So Well, what better day than to bring that up the Memorial Day, you know, our yeah. boys in the yeah, so, rock and the red and blue. Yeah, yeah. There and white. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> red, white, and blue. So yeah, so I mean it's been fun to watch. I like watching those. It's kinda it's kinda like you get the the playoffs in the night and you get this, you know, world tournament in the day and, and it's fun to watch like teams like Kazakhstan, you know, like, yeah, oh, you're like where the heck's that at? Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh Kabi Bulan is actually from Kazakhstan. Is it? Kazakhstan. Is it Kazakhstan or is it Kazakh- Kazakhstan? Yeah, it's Kazakhstan. Yeah. yeah. It looks and, like it would be called Kazakhstan or whatever. Yeah, though, yeah. I, I just can't speak. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they beat Italy like 11 to 1 the other day. So. Oh, wow. But granted, you don't hear much. Italy is the only team without a win. Um, That's the other team. It's like there's a lot of teams that have won that usually don't get wins. So Yeah. So it's it's been fun to watch. And, yeah. I mean, that's really all I got to say that's about cool. that. So they're well. Good they're luck to the U.S. Done. Yeah, hopefully they you know get a, a cup. That would be great, dude. I mean, I our, like to our cheer for USA no getting matter closer what. and closer. You know, the ladies won the Olympics last time. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you want to? We can move on to the big boys in town. Yeah, let's talk, Grizz. Yeah, exciting dude, time. Big well, weekend. I mean, I this mean, last it, week was. And After the success they've had in the last <laughs> what, 11 games. It was kind of a... 12 games, yeah. Because Kansas City's not going to make the playoffs. No. And Wednesday night, they lose 5-2. Yep. And then Friday, they are they go into the third. It was either the second or the third. They went up 2-0. Yeah. They, Kansas City scored five straight goals. 5-2, two nights in a row. Yeah. In so. KC. But still, they've been playing good on the road and at home these last yeah, yeah, couple so. weeks. I mean, but then Saturday night they they, they brought it home. <laughs> all they needed was a regulation win, right? Yeah, all yep. weekend, and they that's all they needed. got it. They finally got it, so they pulled in the two-one win, and they clinched the playoffs. Yeah, so that four spot—I mean, they're yeah—the four spot is what they're locked into. I don't think they can catch. Ah, uh, yeah, the comments kinda, are far enough ahead that I don't think they can catch yeah, up. Yeah, they're they're based like a off full winning percentage. Point, like I think they're in the seven 
sevens, you know, the winning percentage, and the Grizzlies are in the six. So I don't know if three wins yeah. is really going to do it for them. So, but they're playing them this weekend, right? Yeah, so they're going to play them, and it looks like they're probably going to play. Um, is it Wichita or yeah, Allen, Wichita. right? And I was really hoping. I hope Allen wins out, you know, and they jump above because because they did, play each other one of the games this before the season's over. Those yeah. two. So I mean, I'm hoping Allen jumps up because we haven't done that well against Wichita all season. Yeah, it's been a tough one for him. But they, you know, Allen has been a team above them, but they've done fairly well against Allen. Yeah, so. they beat them four straight, right? Two weeks yeah. ago, wasn't that? Yeah. And I noticed, yeah, Travis Barron came back. Yep, from yep. injury, and he was didn't he have four goals in one of those games against Allen? I think that three yeah, shorthand yeah, was that yeah, week. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the, the start, <laughs> like the, the start of the hot streak. Yeah. So, and I mean, we can kind of tease this. Our our interview today is Sasha Mutala, and he's played four games, and he has three goals. Yeah, that's right. I forget he's played that many already. Yeah, and he he was an NHL draft pick, right? Yeah, he was 140th overall for the Avs. He got drafted in the fifth round. So, I mean. That's an awesome prospect. I mean, he's not really a prospect anymore. I mean, he's an yeah. NHL prospect, but, you know, he's playing pro now, so it's good to have him on the team. And, yeah, we got him on the podcast today and, you know, short but sweet. And, yeah, we'll get to hear him from him in just a moment. So, Big time, another prospect to get in a Utah uniform, you yeah. know. Is there he, see the third AHL player to play with them this season and third or fourth or to come down? Like Hunter Skinner, you know, is a big yeah. one, and he's – uh, but he's, he's moved playing on an a because, right he, now and he's, because he signed his contract with the Rangers, so they, you know, he's not playing the Grizzly system yeah. anymore. So, I mean, it's good to see. I mean, especially guys like this that come down four games, three goals. That's yeah. So it, it seems like he's going to be one of these guys that we see up breaking the, you know, that bridging the gap <laughs> between A and NHL too. You know, yeah, so, so it's awesome to see him while he's down. Yeah. So I mean, still, yeah, get to these Grizzly games and watch for these. The he, he's one of those guys you up. could be talking about a couple years ago, like when he's putting on the app sweater and be like. We watched him play for the yeah. Utah Grizzlies. Former so. Grizz alumni. So, and I think honestly, there's going to be a lot of people from this Grizzly team that we yeah. could, we could possibly see in the NHL in a couple of years. I mean, it's just been that great a talent, you know, playing for the Grizz this year, and it's been super fun. And three more games. We got Wednesday, we got Friday, and we got Saturday. So let's load her up. That's the three last home games of the regular season. I mean, we will have some playoffs because we're you know clinched. Yeah, because so. they are guaranteed. So. Either way, and I and I was reading that um, playoff format, so it looks like the higher seed, so the you know the one four will play in the two three and the east and west, and the higher seed has the option to pick the first two or the back three. Yeah. So. Oh, they get a pick. Yeah, they. they so it's like it's kind of interesting if they want to start at home for two or I guess, finish cause out because it, it is because it is a five game series. So I mean, if you win the first three, then you only got one game at home. If you're you know pick the back end. Yeah. I mean. But I, either way, I don't care when they so, play. I guess depending on how confident you are, huh? Like <laughs> we're going to take them in three, you know, let's get the first two. Yeah, let's, but, I mean, I would. But still playoffs, you know, and everything changes. I mean, the Grizzlies probably going to be in that fourth spot, so I would take the, I, I hope the, the other team picks the first two and we get to see the end three here. Yeah, get to see, like, some super competitive, exciting games, especially if the Grizzlies get a split. Yeah. And then, you know, we're at least going to a game four. Yeah, that'd and, be awesome. Oh, man. Because, I mean, I think the Grizzlies are good enough to take it this year, you know. Honestly, yeah. Like, the especially way, the way they've been playing. They, yeah. They're hot at the right time. Yeah. And, I mean, other than their games against Wichita, I mean, they've beat, you know, I guess we haven't played the comments all year, so I guess we'll see that this week. But, I mean, they've just looked super good. I mean, if Allen is that far ahead of them, 
you know, I think they can. I think they yeah. compete against any of these teams because they dominated Allen, you know, two weeks ago. If they didn't fall quite as far back in the standings, I think they could have made a push right now to get a three or two spot. Yeah. But they had fallen, you know, quite a bit and up until this last hot streak, <laughs> you know, down. They were like, I think, yeah. fifth or sixth or all the way down to maybe seventh in the West. Yeah. So at one point, maybe. Yeah. But so. like you said, they're winning at the right time. So. Hopefully we can take this winning momentum into the playoffs. And, I mean, the east side, it's a little bit different. So there's only two teams that have clinched in the east. You got the Florida Everblades and the Swamp Rats. You know? The fun, funnest names to say. Like, <laughs> I've been – Florida's – like, I've been – you know, when I look at the standings too, I'll just, like, look at them. They've been leading in goals for and penalty minutes yeah, all yeah. season long. You're like, yeah. Dude, just in your face and good. <laughs> yeah, so – and then you got a was like a four way tie for the I mean not really a tie but four teams fighting for those last two spots I mean you got the Indy Fuel the Orlando Solar Bears you got the South Carolina Stingray and the Jacksonville Icemen see that's awesome and that's what's crazy the ECHL is that is so competitive you know even like right now what is the Tulsa's like two spots behind the Grizz now and they've been battling them. Yeah. All season, like been within a point, a few points, and now the East is still not even locked up outside and the first two. I'm pretty sure when the Grizzlies won the Turner Cup, they played the Solar Bears oh, in the it? IHL. Oh, was it so? I didn't know I'm Solar all, Bears were around in IHL days. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure yeah. they played the Orlando. I think they were the Orlando Solar Bears, dude. So who knows? That would be 25 awesome years in the making. Right? You know, come oh, back. Man. I mean, we'd have to get Mick back on, you know? Oh, for sure. Oh, man. For sure, dude. <laughs> talk that. Like, you know, get his pick. Talk about that series, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, try and get some of those gold guys on, like Gordonine or someone, you know? That'd be awesome. Oh, man, so. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Grizzlies is super exciting. Got three more games. I mean, good time to get out and see some, you know, ECHL hockey at the, you know, the highest tempo it's ever been for you know i've been uh, yeah this is like nhl it's borderline been, nhl level yeah, ECHL hockey man and it's been bringing me back to the old days when like i started going to grizzly games like that's how much fun i've been having at these games like i don't think i've had this much fun since i was like 10 years old you know in know. a grizzly game like they've been super exciting they've been so much fun and now with that what 2600 crowd limit yeah. like you can pack them in there like you can get the maverick center turn up so yeah get your tickets get to these games let's have a blast yeah let's do it i, I saw that trey bradley because he got the echl yeah. like, we posted about him right he yeah, got the yeah, echl yeah. player trey of the week bradley. with seven assists I'm, I'm, i want to figure i'm trying to get to the bottom of what happened to these this bag of pucks you know this in glass where bag do of pucks. they go yeah it said it said that they get donated to a youth hockey organization but i'm gonna try and figure out like i'm gonna locate this bag of pucks i want to see there's him. like three bag of pucks sitting in a room or something <laughs> in the maverick center now or four or five yeah they're like oh we'll, we'll get them to some kids you know yeah they have like a little sticker a tag on them where they're supposed to go but like, <laughs> nothing ever happens from there yeah so i'm gonna track them down let's do it maybe they just really take them down to their staff like yeah we we threw a couple at the kids <laughs> in the stands and <laughs> check a buck into the kids you know in the stands but yeah i mean it's been super fun to watch these Grizzlies, and I can't wait to watch some playoff hockey and chuck some fish. Dude. Oh, yeah. The feed the bear, dude. That's, That's the best the bear, part of the playoffs, dude. Are you going to check your Swedish fish bag? Oh, no. dude. <laughs> dude. That would be pretty funny. The editing fuel, man. That would be pretty funny. You know? Good. Or like a fish with the bag of the Swedish fish in its mouth or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like like check a bag. Just a bag of Swedish fish and it explodes on the ice. Like, who throws a bag of Swedish fish? They're going to be so mad <laughs> sweeping those up down there. Huh? 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be funny though. Maybe I'll have to bring some Swedish fish. That'd be awesome. But yeah, I love throwing fish. Put our sticker on it and then just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. That'd be awesome. So, but yeah, I mean, we got that interview with Sasha. You want to send it over to that? Yeah, let's call Sasha. All right. Today on the podcast, we have Sasha Mutala. He was drafted 140th overall by the Colorado Avalanche and now is with the Utah Grizzlies. How's it going, Sasha? Good. How you been, man? I'm doing good. How's your Memorial Day so far? Uh, pretty relaxing, you know, just, uh, just been chilling out at the pool a bit, um, enjoying nice weather here in Utah. Hey, since being in Utah, what's what's been your favorite thing? Oh, I like the weather right now. It's real hot, so I've really been enjoying it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, yeah, so you, you grew up in British Columbia, Van, where did you grow up in Vancouver or just right outside? Yeah, in Vancouver. No, yep, right in Vancouver. Oh, nice. So you, you grew up like a Canucks fan? Yep. Yeah, a big Canucks fan growing up. So, I mean, you were you were probably, you were you were pretty young when the, the Olympics came through there. How was that experience? Yeah, I went to a couple, uh, couple games, actually hockey games there. Uh, I would have been nine at the time. And it was it was really fun. It was really uh, you know super cool. I just be happening there. Nice. It was awesome. You went to a couple of the the men's games or? Yeah, a couple of men's games. Nice. I see when this when the Olympics came through Salt Lake here. I was like ten, twelve, but I didn't make it to any of the Olympic games. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that, that was fortunate, cool. but you know I wish. I, that's one of the things that I I hope one day the Olympics come back here to Utah so I can you know experience it that way. Yeah. So, growing up in Vancouver, what was the youth team you played for? I played for the uh, Bird River Club Bruins. It's called the PWC Bruins. Oh, nice! And then, yeah. and then you yeah. were you were drafted. Were you drafted in the like the Bantam draft to the WHL, or how did you get into juniors? Uh, yes, I was. I was drafted in the, in the Bantam draft to the WHL. So I played the American. Nice. And so, I mean. Playing in the, you played in that pretty much most of this year, and then you played for the Colorado Eagles, and then now yep. the Grizzlies, right? Yep. Nice. I mean, you've kind of traveled all over this last year. It's kind of been a different year for you know hockey players, especially in your draft class. I mean, not everyone's had the most regular year. I mean, you've been pretty fortunate to get to play a lot of hockey. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most I will this season. <laughs> yeah hey so i saw a picture with you playing and for team canada and you you guys won a championship and i saw that lafreniere was on the team and cousins can you talk about that team yeah so that was a Holinka in 2018 in the summer so it was a great experience to play for our can anytime you can with a maple leaf you know of course it's a special time in your life so i got to wear a couple times the u17 and u18 so we had a really good team with doc and cousins and lafreniere there so um it was an awesome experience, awesome win championship on your home soil too. So, amazing. That's that's awesome. I mean, that's that's a cool you know story and a cool experience. And it's always like you said, always nice thing to represent your country. And I mean, yep. it's not Team USA; it's just the team I usually root for. But you know, it's it's still yeah. awesome to you know to see that and see people you know supporting their team and their country. So. Um, growing up, um, what made a bigger impact on you, your coaches you had or the teammates you played with? Yeah, for me, I think it was the coaches I had over the years. Um, I've had amazing teammates as well, but I think, uh, I met some really good coaches over my time that really helped me develop me into a player I am today as well. Develop me into the person I am today as well. So I can't be thankful enough for those people. 
Is there a certain coach that stood out, you know, to you growing up that like really made a huge impact in your career? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Yogi Spikowski, he's my coach when I was uh, super young, actually. I still work with him to this day, doing skills, so he's always been really good to me, and uh, I'm lucky I've met him. That's always, that's always good to hear, you know, there's, you know, those coaches and those stories that how they stick out in your mind. And, but, uh, so, I mean, here in Utah, you, I mean, you've only played for coach Branham a little bit, but you know, so far, how's your, you know, your experience been with the Utah Grizzlies and your coaching staff here? It's been good. Uh, of course, they've really welcomed me in with open arms. They've given a lot of opportunity here early and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a great to play some more hockey, right? It's been a, um, I had a long off season last year, so I'm really happy I can keep playing the summer and uh, go out playoff with the guys here. Yeah, kind of a bummer how the AHL just kind of ended this year and without a playoffs. It's kind of you know nice to for you to probably get a chance to play some playoff hockey and you know have a chance to lift some hardware at the end of the season. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? Playoffs, you play all year to play in the playoffs. So yeah, and you've you've only been here a few games. What have you played four games so far? Uh, yeah, I played four games. And you got three goals already. Yep. Hey, things are going well here in Utah. I was I was actually at that game on Sunday. That was your first game, and you got two goals. And I was like, oh, we gotta we gotta have this guy on the podcast. Yeah. So that yeah, was, was a good start. That was a good start. And I mean, you got a pretty good team around you here in Utah. Yeah. Oh, like guys are doing really well. You know, they're on absolute hot streak. You know, and. uh Unfortunately, this weekend we played uh, probably not our best hockey, and uh, everyone included. But uh, I think we're heading in the right direction for a playoff here, finish off the season with a good, uh, good series in Fort Wayne. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun week. I mean, we got a game on Wednesday and Friday and Saturday, so I'm going to try and make it out Friday and Saturday. I, Wednesday I have my own uh, hockey game, so <laughs> we'll make it yeah, out of yeah, that well. one. But yeah, I mean, it, and playing in front of fans. Did you guys? You guys didn't get to play in front of fans in Colorado, did you? No, not in Colorado. No. Oh, so it's been a, a has it been a good change, you know, to be able to hear the crowd? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good to play in front of fans again. I miss it so much. It's a big part of the game, right? So, uh, super exciting. Nice. So, you know, outside of hockey, is there someone that you look up to most? Uh, probably my parents, honestly. They've been uh, huge parts of me making so many sacrifices throughout my life. Always taught me to be a right, good person first and, you know, get on player second. So, uh, Big shout to them, of course, as always, and uh, yeah, they're the best. Nice, and and you moved away at what age to play junior hockey? Uh, when I was sixteen, I moved away. Nice, and has it been? You know, they've been pretty supportive. You know, even though you weren't at home, and been impactful. Um, yeah, of course, they're always supporting me no matter what. They're always, uh, you know, always in my ear, always calling me after games, talking after games, just to support me all the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, do you have a favorite moment or goal or something you've done, you know, in your hockey, whether it was in youth hockey or your professional career, that's really stood out and been like, that's, you know, your your favorite moment? Um, yeah, probably, probably for me. Uh, I scored in the fi- I scored two goals in the finals of the Hoinka. Uh We won, I think, 6-2, I think, that game against Sweden. So, that's probably the couple of biggest goals of my life right there. So, for your country. So, um, those, uh, those mean a lot to me. Nice. That's awesome. And so, I mean, you got a, you got a cup winner, you know, you, a team you got your rooting for in the Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, yeah, you know, the Avs are looking pretty good right now. They're obviously I uh, mean, the top it, team in the league. 
so I got to that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I hopefully, that, yeah. hopefully we'll, we will be seeing you rock that avalanche sweater here soon. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be amazing someday. That would be amazing to, you know, see you. It's always good to see an, a, a Grizzly alumni. I mean, you've only been here for four games, but <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. We love it. So, yeah. and, you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, you, you keep your hot streak going for the Utah Grizzlies and you guys can be lifting some hardware here soon. Yeah, that'd be exciting. I'd love to go on playoff run, you know. Playoff runs are what they're all about. Yeah, it's been a while here in Utah since we've, you know, had a championship team. It's been about... 25 years almost <laughs> since the yeah, Grizzlies so. basically came here. So I think the team looks good this year. I think, you know, hopefully, you know, you coming over and, you know, helping the team along that we can, you know, have a successful season. And yeah. Well, Sasha, it's been great. I don't want to, you know, take too much of your time, but we do appreciate you coming on and, you know, you know, giving a little talk to you and, you know, getting to know you a little bit better. So we look forward to the rest of the Grizzly season and, you know, seeing you score some more goals. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I was, uh, it was fun talking to you as well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it nice, short, and sweet for you. <laughs> you can yeah, enjoy the awesome. rest of your holiday. Yeah, you too as well. Okay. Thanks, Sasha. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back. And big shout-out to, you know, a top prospect, Sasha. A yeah, dra- yeah. NHL draft pick, three goals in four games. You know, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Definitely, thanks for taking the time out of his busy day on Memorial Day. Yeah, it's a holiday, so, so we appreciate it. Yeah, so, I mean, let's move on to some uh, NHL hockey. Let's talk the big leagues. Yeah, so, I mean, when we talked last week, I mean, only the Bruins had moved on and the Avalanche. So, I mean, you want to start in the West? I mean, the West got exciting. I mean, yeah. the Avs swept, and then Minnesota oh and Vegas. Oh, my gosh, man. It yeah. looks like Vegas was all but, you know, just about ready to wrap it up, and then Minnesota fought back. They were not going away. And even then, that game seven, I mean, it went to the about halfway through that second period. I thought, this has been a really good game seven. I mean, it was tied. Yeah. And then Vegas just kind of took off. They were ready to move on with just it. Said, yeah. We're ready to go. So, I mean, and they've played one game against the Avs. I mean, yeah. And uh, didn't get Flurry the start. Yeah. And, and I thought, okay, they're, they're going to use that because, you know, like we talked about, that goalie drama like in the, the playoffs. Spencer Knight. Thing. It, yeah. it worked for a game yeah. for, for Florida. I can't believe, you know, I can't we talked believe, that. I can't believe was that we, last weekend? That we talked, was. Yeah. And it, that it happened that day. We just got done recording the podcast, and uh, we were talking. And I didn't think it would, there was any chance that was going to happen, no. but I wanted to see it. And sure enough, they threw him in. He let in, like, the first shot, and it was like, oh, no. It started a little, yeah, sketchy. And then he was like, He rallied, then, man. Um, you know, in the next game, it just seemed like Tampa was, like, just like, Sorry, guys, yeah. we're moving on. And it's funny because I always like do my bracket and I always get my hopes up of all these teams. I think right now I'm two for seven. On picks two, for yeah. first round? Yep, yep, two for seven. I don't think I'm doing so hot either. I pick, obviously, my pens, you know, two to go <laughs> on. And it's I, it's hard because, you got you know, you're not going to pick against your team. Yeah. Even if you, you think if they're eight seed, you know, you're going to go with them. Yeah, and, like, I, I, I picked – Minnesota Wild to play, you know, beat Vegas, and it got close, but Vegas is just a, you know, stronger team, and so yeah, they're I mean, deep. They definitely they they pulled through, and yeah. Then they get uh, Patrick back in Game Seven too. No, Patrick yes, he came back Game Seven. He scored a goal and then had an assist. So I mean, he had a stellar game. So yeah, he stepped up. 
and they just look dominant. I mean, yes, let's talk about last night's Avs Vegas game. Wow. <laughs> just and this was the game that I did not try and go to for Trace's All-Star game yeah, last yeah. night. And the, the funny thing was I was like, Mason, I'm coming out there. Let's do uh, it. Let's go. Right? Let's yeah. go to the Avs game on Sunday, but he was like, "Oh, we might have an All-Star game." I was like, "All right. Well, you know, so." And they lost 8 to 3 and the whole time I was like, "Man, should have gone to the game. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a freaking. There was a lot of goals. There was. It would have been a fun game, and I love going to the Avs games. Like I'm not like a avid Avs fan, yeah. but like they're one of those teams that like I like to root for because they're fun to watch because oh, they're yeah. close. So they're kind of like a kind of like a home team. Like I mean, if they're playing the Leafs, I'm I'm all over the Leafs. But you know. Oh yeah. But I do like watching the Avs win, and they're fun to watch. And and we were watching the game, like you hear the organ. It just like I said, to Adam, I was like, doesn't that like hearing the organ like make you feel like you wish you were at the Pepsi Center? And I was just, just like going down memory lane with it, huh? I was just like, I should have gone with Mason. Dude, if you would have <laughs> been there, then we would have dipped out. My mom was like ready. She was like, do you want to take the car and go on your own? And I was like, no, I don't want to leave you guys, yeah. but kind of I do. But, you know. <laughs> Hey man, you had a blast. It was a yeah. it was a fun weekend. But hey, maybe you know they go deep in this playoffs. We can we can jet oh, yeah. over there for a weekend or something. Oh yeah, I mean I would not be opposed. And obviously, being a Colorado tournament, the majority of those kids out there were Colorado teams, you know, yeah. right? And so there was a lot of Avs jerseys walking around <laughs> in that little hotel rink nice. area, you know. Nice. But yeah, I mean they definitely dominated, and the Avs look like a team that. I mean, yeah. usually these teams that get these, like, days off, you know, that sweep, and then they get, yeah, they get a little play, lethargic or whatever. They play this team that just played seven that's, like, still in the mojo, and it definitely didn't go that way. It was, no. It was lights out, and, like, there was some tic-tac-toe goals in that game that I was just like, dude, did they? Just playing they, with them, huh? Are they playing like a like a peewee team? Like <laughs> It's crazy how, like, the game, when they get hot, man, it, it can look like they're just two different worlds. You know, like, yeah. they this is an NHL team playing a high school team or something, yeah. you know, like the difference can look that big. And McKinnon, dude, he blew by everybody on that break. I mean, it wasn't a breakaway, but that didn't end up being a breakaway because he skated literally past the entire Vegas team. He is a playoff performer. Yeah. McKinnon. Yeah. He's like, a machine in the playoffs. So, I mean, it's fun to watch those hours, but yeah, I mean, what, what we got talking about was this goalie drama. I mean, you see Leonard, yeah. and I think these teams that have two goalies, like this is when they fall is when they get into the playoffs because it's such a who goes tonight, who doesn't go tonight, and it ends up playing, I think, more of a role than it should. There's such more of a secondary, you know, third effect of just yeah. choosing which goalie you're going to put out versus, it's, you know, it's not like, okay, tonight he's playing, dang it. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, so does this change the whole series? Does, yeah, and now they you know, the like, fans are getting into it. Like, like, okay, do we go back to Flurry? What if Flurry loses? What's his the momentum first game? shift? Like, yeah, and it's just a it's just a chess game when that turns when into every the playoffs. game counts so much. You know, in the regular season, it's like, oh yeah, he did good last night, but we're we're going to the other goalie tonight because that was our plan Monday. He's our main goalie, and <laughs> we play him. Yeah. So and. I think it's fun. I think it's awesome. And Landeskog, you know, he kind of joked about that. Like, you know, how do you feel you're going to be facing Flurry next time? And he was like, I really don't care who's in it. <laughs> we're here to win, right? Yeah, we're here to win. I don't like, they're going to play the same either way. Yeah. You know, like, they're not – maybe they're looking at, you know, different shots to take or different ways to set up for goalies. But, like, their game is not going to change, right? They're still yeah. going out there to play the same – to play the same way and win. 
you and, know. And Robin Leonard had never let in more than six goals in a game in his entire career. I didn't know that. That yeah, that was his cap his, six. And his total, he'd only let in four in a playoff game up until now. Wow. So I mean, he really. I mean, he hadn't played in like twenty days. I think May tenth was the last day he played. So. It's hard to come back. Yeah, after 20 days off or 20 days of not in an NHL pace game. Yeah, and you're playing a well-rested. Second round, yeah. President's Trophy winning avalanche. Yeah, I mean, they're hungry. I mean, they beat the, the Vegas, you know, was like a, that last week of the play, of the regular season and it went into overtime and that was basically the game that decided, you know, the President's Trophy. Yeah. And so they ended up playing each other. I mean, they would have played in Vegas instead of in Colorado, but... I mean, this team just looks like they're ready. I mean, they they went out. They got They had to be salty about last year, you know. Like they yeah. they were the heavy favorites. They played so good all playoffs long, and then they all of a sudden they're down three yeah. one to Dallas. And then they go to Game Seven, and then they get down three one, you know, in the game, wasn't it? And then they yeah. tied it up. Yeah, took it to overtime, and then could have gone either way. But they they go out, you know. It's like you know that was bitter. That was tough to swallow. That yeah. close to being in the yeah. cup. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun going on. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to call a sweep. Yeah. I think it's, it's still early who, on. Who do you I got think. in this series? You got Vegas coming back or you think the abs are just, um, I think Colorado can get them this year. I, I, I do. So I love my boy flurry, but <laughs> I mean, right now with, you know, the, the firepower that he's facing and Grubauer on the other side, I feel like, you know, that's tough to be. That's tough to, that's going to be tough to overcome. And uh, I think McKinnon and those guys, man, they're just, they're, they're, they're just too overbearing. Yeah. Unless, you know, Vegas is able to play them, that defensive game and kind of beat them down yeah. on the physical side of it. And, man, I, I, I'm going to call, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's going to go quick. I think it'll be a six game. Um, abs series. Okay, so you think you think Vegas is going to put up a fight? I don't think they're going to. I mean, give Reed, it up. Reeves yeah. put up a fight yesterday. I mean, there was yeah. So I mean, uh, Graves gets the dirty hit on. Well, they think it's dirty. I really think he the point of contact was the chest. But yes, he did kind of ride up. And but I honestly think that Yanmark's injury came when he fell backwards after the hit. Yeah. But he goes out. I mean, Pacioretty gives him a dirty, you know, elbow or a shoulder to the you know jaw. He stays in the game, and then Reeves, I mean, there's a little scrum in the front of the net. He looks back. He's like, oh, there he is. I'm taking you down. Yeah. Basically just shoved the guy's face down and then stuck his knee on him. and Just manhandled him in the ice. And, you know, they a lot of people are like, oh, he's so dirty. And, you know, Vander Kane, you know, I liked his tweet. That chirp was pretty <laughs> epic, dude. They, you know, they shouldn't suspend him. They should play him 20 minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a clever way to, like... Honestly, shit light on it and chirp it, it. It was dirty. It was really dirty, but I honestly don't think it should, you know, be a game suspension. I, I know he's going to have a hearing, but he didn't do anything that was like dangerous. I mean, yeah, his knee was on his head a little bit, but and it was demoralizing. Yeah, and the I don't know. I guess you know, with it, the the he took a shot at Grubauer's head. Yeah, too, okay. you know? that so was that was honestly like the dirtier, the, line, the dirtier you know, like thing. You don't need to go after the goalie when yeah. you're taking out your agenda. So I, I think that with that in mind, like it seems like the game, you know, is a lot easier for them to give him the game. Well, I mean, it's it's funny that you know you see that, and I've watched it in some of the other games where like they run at the goalie, and they're like, "Why are you run at the goalie?" But do you remember when we talked to Mick Vakota 
And he was talking about those scrums and like the guy's not fighting him. They're like, no, I'm not going to go fight him. I'm going to go run their goalie. Yeah. And so when you're watching these playoff games, you realize that that's really how they roll. Like, because Graves was not going to fight. He, no. He was not. And so that's what Reeves did. Reeves ran his goalie. I mean, he cross-checked the goalie. And that was, you hear this one from these like enforcers and stuff that I'm going to go run their goalie. And that's what I'm seeing. And like, I'm noticing it now. And I think, you like, can, yeah, that and the, like you said, like, why go after the goalie? But that's why he's doing it. So Graves really should have fought. You know, I didn't think about pulling the Mick there. You're pulling that move. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. how do you get them to come at you if they're not going to fight you then? Yeah. Go for the goalie. So Bait him I, in there. So I don't think he should be suspended. I think it was a dirty play and everything. But Brian Lawton was talking last night on NHL Network, and he said, you know, back when I was playing in the 80s, this was a Tuesday. Right. These things happen. I mean, he, he did say he thinks player safety should get involved, but he did also say that when he was playing, yeah, that was a Tuesday. Yeah. And that's just what the league was like back then. And honestly, yeah, it was dirty, but, you know, leave it up to the team. I think the Avalanche would do better if there's no suspension and they respond. They hold them accountable. I think you make a good point. Um, And, and yeah, like this this playoff hockey, man, these things happen. These scrums happen. I think it it was more of like, you know, it it just happened to go. He fell. They went down a bad way. You know, like he sometimes they hit their head on the way down and and it looks a lot worse than it is. Yeah. But these kinds of scrums happen all the time, you know. It reminds me of like when uh, was it uh, that Boston player? I can't think of his name. He put out. He came and tackled like Brooks Orpic when he was in the Penguins, you know, yeah, and like yeah, threw yeah. him to the ground. And then as Brooks went down, he like hit him in the face, and it like I don't know, gave him a weird concussion. <laughs> and all yeah. of a sudden, he's out, and everybody's like, "Should they suspend him forever?" And it was like, uh, that wasn't it. It's just emotional scrum. Yeah. And then like even the Penguins coach was like, "Yeah, he's not like a repeat offender. This guy, he's got a good track record. We don't think he should be suspended." Yeah, you know, like. It's just playoff hockey, man. Yeah. So, and I love it. I'm here for it. And I think if they suspend him, then the tone kind of goes away. I mean, and I will say to this, and I and I do agree that Vegas is going to put up a fight because, I mean, Colorado had a nine minute power play, a nine minute power play. I didn't realize it was. A I don't nine know why minute. it was nine minutes. It was the weirdest. That's the most random. Yeah, yeah like, like nine, nine minutes. minutes. <laughs> they usually come in sets of two, you know, <laughs> or yeah. a five, I guess. It was, you know? it was nine minute power play, a five and, and a double minor. I don't know what you get. And they scored one goal. Man, and you think you know they would have laid it on them because it was a. I mean, it was yeah. a major, so like it didn't go away, and so yeah. But I think it'll so be a maybe. fight, and I mean, I'm excited to watch those in the, in the next game. So yeah, so I, I mean, I guess if you're like a Ryan Reeves, you're worth it. Yeah. One goal off nine minutes, you know. I mean, you're getting a game now, so that, yeah. And, that sucks, and, this, but. and this coach backed him up and said he's actually one of the cleaner um, enforcers in the league. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, there's probably a lot of people out there that don't agree with that. Yeah, I like Ryan Reeves as as a player in the league. I don't think he. I wouldn't buy a jersey, and and I don't yeah. like my team playing against him because yeah, he's but he makes it fun. I yeah, but he's in, he is entertaining, moves the needle. You yeah. know, he's. I, I feel the same way about Tom Wilson being a Panthers yeah, fan that yeah. I, don't, I don't want to see my team play against him. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand that he's the kind of player that the game wants yeah. or needs, and especially a guy that can score and do it. Yeah, so you know. good on him. I mean, we can move on. I mean, we spent a lot enough time on there. Let's let's jump over to the Central. We kind of talked about the Spencer Knight and the yeah. Tampa, you know, pushing through. And, and I think Tampa, some teams are just built for the playoffs. And 
Well, and then when you're saving your best for the playoffs, <laughs> you know, we've already talked about the salary. We have talked about the secret weapon yet. You know? <laughs> if you could sign a guy that just won the MVP, you know, basically last year, and then he, you know, doesn't count against you all season money wise. Imagine yeah. if like the Oilers could just take McDavid off the books for the year, stack the team. That's and then like bring three players play. right there. They can sign, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they definitely are more built for the playoffs. And I think I, I, I wanted Florida to win, but it's one of those like it, it when you see it happening, you're like, yeah, I saw this happening. Yeah. And, and now they're like, you know, they got the, they're fresh off a deep run last year with the cup, you know, and they got the veterans on there. Yeah. Florida's still, you know, they're new to this, yeah, this I mean, talent and this, this spot, you know, being the number two team. And is it number two they finished essentially? No, they, they finished, yeah, yeah, because Carolina, Carolina yeah. got the first. But and, uh, yeah, and even in jumping over to Nashville, I mean, you, you wanted Nashville and you saw all those double overtime. Oh my gosh, over, is that you know? four OTs in a row, four yeah. OT games, and then two were double OT. Yeah. Man. It was like, and they went into overtime in game six, and you're like, oh, Nashville's going to win. And yeah. then they, they did it, and you, you wanted it to see it go seven, but like when it happened, you're like, eh, yep, that's. But you didn't expect him to even make it that far. Like you expect Canes to win regardless. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. okay. Now it's just yeah. playing out like we all picked. I mean, it was a lot more dramatic than yeah, we thought it was. And it was be. fun hockey to watch, and then I mean, we've already had game one of that series between Carolina and Tampa. And was that two was, one three two? Yeah, it was two, two one. one. Yeah. It was two one, and and yes, the second goal was Goudreau. I mean a. A scrappy guy just threw a puck at the net. Yeah. And that's playoff hockey. Sometimes you just throw these ugly goals at the net and it goes in. Sometimes so, you're getting seven and sometimes you're fighting for two yeah. or one. And it sucked that that's because it was a good game. I mean, it was a hard fought back and forth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes these games just come down to a goal like that. And I mean, these two teams are actually built for the playoffs, I think, you know, and they're both built for what you could call a deep run, you know, contender. Yeah. So I think. I could see this one going seven. I I could too, and I still can't say that goalie's name for uh, South Carolina. Nijbelik. But you know him, Vasilevsky. You know two yeah. crazy name goalies. You know they're they're hot, man. So and, like they're I mean, backed up in that. And Vasi, you see him play, and you're like, how does anybody score on that goalie? He's huge. He's big, and he just doesn't move. I know. It's like he, nothing fools him or gets him going side to side. Yeah, he, he just, covers the whole thing. Yeah, and so I mean. Who do you got going out of this? I'm going to take Tampa. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I do think they're they're built for the run. And they're, you know. It's I, hard to pick against them. It's hard, yeah. They look good. And, you know, Kucherov's firing all c- cylinders, you know. Stamkos and Hedman look great. And then, you know, Braden Point is doing his playoff Braden Point thing. Yeah. And scoring. But, you know, I, I'd, I don't feel like 100% confident. I do feel like Carolina, if they get, a, like, two in a row, these next yeah. two or something like yeah. that. They're up two one, you know. I could see him taking advantage of them. Yeah, and I, I th- I'm, I'm gonna go to Carolina for this one because they look like the team. I mean, they were one bad goal, but I think they're the team that's gonna hold on. You know, I think. Yeah. They, and they're a little more, you know, they just got that like dire need, and they're a little bit faster. I think. I mean, Tampa's a fast team, but I think Carolina's a little bit faster. Like Aho he, looks he's good, fast dude. I mean, and, and I feel like Carolina just gets overlooked in every aspect, like. And no one's counting on them to ever win the cup. I mean, they won a cup in 2006. Yeah. yeah. And so 
I I really think and I really believe in Rod the Bod, you know, Rod Brindamore. I mean, I like been Yeah, he's he, an awesome coach to watch, too, and, like, he's just entertaining. I, he's backing I, his team yeah. up, you know. And I like John Cooper as a coach, too, and they're totally the exact opposite type of coach. Cooper's like a stoic, man, as stoic as it gets, right? Yeah. Like, And he's so calm and collective and looks like nothing would ever get to him. You know, and you could have a, he's had guys like get run over on his team and he's very just calm about it. Yes, he states what he thinks is mm-hmm. right and wrong, but he, he doesn't really show like he's old Jack Frost. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> just so cool. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> cool as a cucumber. As a cucumber. Not kind of guy. As a frozen cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like Rod Brendamore and he gets, he gets jacked. He's, dude. he's throwing fits after the games. He's, he's you know, emotional. Calling man, out dude. refs, you know. He's he was like uh, Patrick Waugh yeah. when he was down in, in Colorado though. Yeah, couple, so I think, yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Carolina in this series. See, I th- I think you're right. I think you make a point. I think it's gonna go seven though. Either yeah. way, and like, it's gonna be does Point get the overtime or you know does Aho get the dude, overtime? Yeah, it's because I love that Jordan Stahl. You know, Eric Stahl had this like resurgence a couple years ago. I yeah. feel like Jordan's going through yeah, the same thing, man. Jordan's got two overtime goals, I think. Yeah, I think he's got four or five in the playoffs already. Yeah. Four or five goals. Like he's, he, you know, he's being the leader. You know, in the locker room with the C, and he's also leading on the the sheet with him. Like he's poised, man. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I hope this one goes seven. I hope it's an overtime game seven. And yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we can jump over to the East because that's already going too. And so. Yeah. And uh, you know, I thought I thought the Penguins were gonna come out of I it, dude. Thought of it, you know. I thought of it. I can't talk, man. But yeah, I thought they were gonna come out of it too, and it was gonna go back and forth. But I mean, the Islanders, dude, just, they're just, coming in hot, man. They're ready to go. And they're one of those teams that gets overlooked, I think, also. And so, but they are built, you know, tough. Yeah, and and, and it's like they're the the hot the the tough team that gets hot, man. And when they're hot, dude, they're not. They're not quitting, you know, like it just Palmieri starting, you know, to look like the guy that we thought they got at the trade deadline yep. that we were all hyping up. Yep. And, and you even, got, and you got Sorokin, like we always talk man, about these Sorokin. young goalies just coming in and still in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and they, he could be that, that goalie this year that stills the playoffs. Yeah. And you know, Matty Barzell there is kind of like what McKinnon is to the abs, yeah. you know, like just wheeling and dealing around and, and f- all these other guys are just coming out of the woodwork down there too. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, even Maddie Zabarzel, I mean, he hasn't done a, he hasn't been like a superstar this playoffs. It's been everybody. So it is a team effort. I yeah. mean, they're definitely, they're kind of like remind me of the penguins in the 16, 17 or, you know, yeah. when they, it was just next man up and you were seeing guys score and you're like, who? Right. Scoring goals and like, like Crosby had like six goals as the conch might win, you know? Yeah. But an Islanders, I think that they're, I mean, they're one of those teams they always talk about their fourth line, you know, the best fourth line in the league, but they definitely are built like basically from top to bottom, the exact same, you know, they mm-hmm. just roll four lines. And when that, you know, when that goalie situation goes south for you, it can go south quick, you know, Jari made yeah. a rough play in that game five yeah, to, I mean, you know, turn over an OT. Yeah, like that is my nightmare to I pass know. it to yeah. the guy who scores on me. <laughs> oh my gosh, especially an overtime winner and then... You know, they took advantage of him pretty good in game six. Yeah. And I, I know he's taking a lot of heat. And you can't blame the goalie because it's a team effort. And but, see, you know, it, and you get down or you, you start to lack confidence or, you know, you get down momentum in that side of it. Should, dude, it can go down. It can go quick. Should they have played DeSmith in that, that last game? See, that's debatable too. You know, it, I I think they went the right decision. Like, Jari had got them, you know, that far and had been playing well. You know, he had earned – he had the resume to, to play and to get his start, hit the nod this weekend or yeah. this series. Yeah. 
So I don't know if the Smith would have come in and pulled the Spencer Knight or anything, yeah. but so yeah. I don't I don't blame him from starting him for starting him. You know, I think Mike Sullivan made the right you know made yeah. a good choice, and and I definitely like Brian Burke coming in, and I think. I think they you thought when he came in and everything happened earlier this season that it was just going to be like they're going to miss the playoffs and they're going to tear this team apart. And I think now they're like, okay, what are the few pieces we can change, you know? And I don't know, maybe there's a lot more to dissect there, but yeah, it was. And I mean, if Crosby's there, they're they're in win now mode still. I think. Yeah, maybe Crosby, Tang, Malkin, you know, and that's that's the other part. It was Barry Trotz. He pulled, you know, he did his Barry Trotz magic, man, and he, he <laughs> held Crosby down, you know, and yep. he, got, he yep. held Malkin, you know, and, like, we talked about this. That was right before game five. We, you know, we were like, Rust and Crosby got to get into it, and they, they had a, yeah. a point, right? Yeah, it was like, okay. Yeah. But then in game six, they didn't get anything going. Nothing. So, I mean, that's how a cookie crumbles, and, I mean, now you got Boston Islanders, and I thought it was going to be a closer game. Boston wins, what, 4-2, I think, first game, so – um, yeah. I think I think that I mean they play game two tonight. I think Islanders take game two, but I mean Boston does look like that team that everyone thought they were, and I hate it so much. Me I too, and I hate it. But hate I the think, Bruins. yeah, I hate the bees too, man. But I I feel like they got a, the perfect matchup against um, Islanders right now too. Like big, brutal, you know, and fast. And then Pasternak is back to his scoring self. I and think. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to contain all that. Yeah, and and I, the Isles, you know. Yeah, they're, they're built like the Isles. They're, like, tough, but, like, they have three Barzells instead of one. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like last year when we saw the Isles get, go on that crazy run and then play Tampa and just yeah. get, like, humbled, yep. you know, yep. in the Eastern Conference Finals. But they're kind of hitting that wall a little sooner than Boston you know, seems like that humbling wall, but in the second round, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think the Bees win this one. I don't want them to. Yeah, I think Please Islanders, Islanders are going to slip in. I think it's going to be at least six. You know, and it, it's so funny because, like, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm two for seven, so I'm rooting for teams I don't want to usually root for. So I'm rooting for the Islanders when I usually don't root for them. I know, <laughs> and I'm and I'm rooting for the Carolina Hurricanes when I usually don't root for them. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm I you know I have the wife that is a Lightning fan, and yeah, I, yeah, I mean I'm okay. I'm not rooting. I for held the, off on that bandwagon for a while, but now I'm like okay, <laughs> I just accept it. Yeah, so your team's good, but uh, yeah, I. I, and, you know, as a Penguins fan, I would like all these teams to lose from the, the Met now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, let's just get it over with. Let's just move. Let's just end the Isles Boston series and, and move up the Canes Lightning to the final you know, the next yeah, round. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they'll they'll like, play for that next like, Can we just have those two teams play and, like, no one from the other division? <laughs> they'll be one of the final four or whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah, so. And then, you know, the last division is the North. I mean, you. Wow, dude. Edmonton getting swept by the Jets. And this is, like I said, I mean, before we. When we started the playoffs, I said, I wish I could have changed this pick because I think the Jets are just that much better of a team from top to bottom than just McDavid and Dreisaitl. And, dude, the Jets shut them down. They handled them. And they had the better goalie. And I said, like, dude. You nailed it with that goalie all season long, man. Koskinen sucks, and Smith is old. And, I mean, mean, you want to see Mike Smith win. You know, Utah Grizzlies veteran. So you want to see him win, but. He's a better backup. But goal. you know, yeah, he just doesn't quite have it in him. He's not the goalie to go take you that far. Ever yeah. since he went in, in 2012 with the Coyotes, you know. To the Western Conference Finals, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, that was a, that's like almost 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That he, you know, that's how old he is that now. That was him in his prime, 10 years later, you know. Yeah. Like Curtis Joseph had his good years, you know, in 99, you know, in those 2002. But 
you know, Leafs brought him back, but they were like, he was a backup. You know, they weren't, yeah. they weren't putting Cujo out to like win them a Stanley Cup. They were like, hey, guy, we'll bring him back in because, you know, he's we, a fan you favorite. You can still win games. He's a fan, fan favorite. favorite. Yeah. You know, so Oilers got to do something. And their worst nightmare happened. Yeah. I mean, the goalie situation is not holding up, and McDavid and Drysaddle aren't scoring or getting held yeah. scoreless or to low numbers. I mean, they got like four points in that one game, but they still lost. Like, yeah, they, they just melted. Came out of their shell, but they there was a, still an OT comeback win, right, yep. for Winnipeg. Yeah. And that one, yeah, I, I think I picked them in five. I think I gave Winnipeg <laughs> one game because they, they finished, you know. Yeah, way, way bad. So but. bad. It was like, look at them. Like, did they sandbag or something? Like, were they planning this, man? Like, because yeah, they came out. I mean, but when you look fire. at that roster, you think. But then you look why, at it, yeah. Why, why was I not giving these guys Kyle more Kyle Connor, shot? Blake Wheeler, you know, like, what am I? Shifley. Hellebuck yeah. was the, Hellebuck he, the goalie. He's the, yeah. he's the con, I mean, uh, the Ben's a winner from last year, so. Yeah, what was it? Why am I not high on these guys, you know? like. And what? now and now it's looking like they could take the North. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk of the other series. We'll I'm trying yeah. not to talk about it. I mean, game seven, about to start. We're you know? minutes away from this. <laughs> oh, actually, I think it just dropped. Yeah. We're like four minutes in, three minutes okay. in. Well, trying not to think. So we got to hurry. No, right. We got to hurry. All right, let's hurry. Wrap it up. the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, we can finish the podcast. First things first. But yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this was a series that like after game one, you thought they were shook. They were rattled. They came back hot for three games straight. And then I think Montreal, I mean, they won them both in overtime. But I'm pretty sure Montreal got one shot in overtime. Both. I mean, the first one was a, a giveaway in the first yeah. 30 seconds, and Montreal goes down on a 2-1-0, and it, oh, gosh, they just tapped yeah. it back and forth, and it was yeah, like, there's no them. way. Yeah. But then last game, Toronto dominated in overtime. You know, they came back just like they did in the game before and got to overtime, and then they dominated in overtime. I think shots were like 10-1, to 1, really. I really do yeah. think they were 10-1. to 1. And... The Habs are Rocky Marciano. They're Rocky from the movies, dude. You know, just taking blows and getting up and just, eh, and they finally get the chin shot, dude. The, you know, oh. KOs them like in the 10th round, just oh. hanging around. I hate it so bad. So I hope the Maple Leafs come out swinging tonight. I mean, they got oh, him. Oh, man. And John Tavares was back on the ice skating without with a regular dude, that jersey is on. So today. awesome to see, though. That's that's the you know the beautiful story we see. Yeah. From hopefully they rally and they get the dub for him too. But like that is a huge win, yeah. no matter what. Is Tavares on the ice? Yeah. And I saw that he was on the ice. And I was like, is he gonna play? Is he gonna play? And obviously they interviewed the coach, and he's like, you know, we said a minimum two weeks, and it's only been eleven days. Yeah. He won't be, but I think it was a, a captain move. I think it's a good captain move, and hopefully it pays off. And tomorrow morning, I'm, like, super jacked. and <laughs> He's moving on up in my book, so Tavares, dude. You know, yeah. just the, how, the toughness yeah. and the resilience he's showing right yeah. now. From the thumbs up to now being on the ice 10 days later, oh, man. Yeah, it kind of – it. You want to root for him. Yeah, dude. Now he's the, one of those stories of the yeah. playoffs, right? And hopefully, you know, we're not recording this. I mean, we're recording this before the game because I don't know if they lose. And yeah. I don't know if I would have oh, got Oh, man. <laughs> but, dude, I, I just can't imagine, man. Just Matthews, McDavid, Drysaddle. Oh, man. So We need to see some of that moving on. So I we hope already so. know who's not. I, I mean, if Montreal wins, I mean, everybody was hoping for in this division to see a Matthews-McDavid matchup, and then you're going to get a, a Shifley Gallagher, like just yeah, a call field. Yeah, I'm just it just doesn't sound as Gary Price. Oh, Carrie, yeah. Carrie Carrie Price, Price Hellebuck. That's cool, dude. Carrie From Price. I'm gonna go. Carrie Price is that whole team. Without Carrie Price, Canadians suck, dude. And <laughs> he's like, he's gotta just be like 
finally, you know, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know how many games I've had to win yeah. on my own for us to be here, you know? And so I think if Montreal plays the Jets, Jets have it. I'm, I'm Jets in four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's the Leafs, you know, playing the Jets, then I'm, I'm Leafs in four. <laughs> Leafs in four. That's how it is. That's because that's what I want to hear. You know, this is yeah. where my heart lies. So, you know, I mean, who that, do you, I mean, if Jets play Montreal, who are you going? Ooh, uh, that's that's tough, but I yeah I'll I'll go no I'll go the other side, dude. I'll go Montreal, oh, man. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy we'll buy the other one dinner if this happens and it goes yeah, the wrong yeah, way for yeah, us, dude. Yeah, but if it's Leafs Jets, who do you go? Oh, dude, I I think Leafs will get them. Okay, okay, okay. We're we're, we're back friends. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you even win the Leafs blue tonight. I did. I I'm, did. Wearing, I'm wearing red. I got to change my shirt. Yeah, you got, you got the least hat on, though. <laughs> yeah, the blue yeah. hat. So, but, I mean, playoffs are fun. I mean, like I said, they're emotional roller coaster. They're, they're your birthday one day. They're a funeral the next, it's, you know. Yeah, my birthday was bad this year. No, my funeral already <laughs> happened. Penguins are eliminated. Yeah, you once, know. once your team's I out. I should wear a black veil. It's, you know? it's funny. Once your team's out, like, you just kind of like, I'm here for the show. But then you're stress-free. You know, you're like, yeah, I don't care I'm what happens, for the ride. dude. Let's, let's have an exciting seven-game series. I don't care. And and most of my life, that's what it's been. Because, like, the Leafs only, like, started making I mean, they, yeah. were, they were making it, you know, in the 2099 to 2001, you know, mm-hmm. 2002. You know, those years, they were good. And then they've really not been that good until, you know, they had that one year. And then the meltdown against Boston. Yeah. And then the last couple of years they've got in, but they've not lost. You yeah, know, they, they haven't made so, it out of the first. And so I've been able to like sit back and enjoy the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I still got a dog. You know, hopefully they they win tonight, and I'll be so. You got excited. one out of three chance. You know, teams potentially going from this household, <laughs> right? Because your your Panthers, Leafs, yeah, yeah. Autumn's, Caps. <laughs> yeah. Man. And the Ducks didn't make it, so yeah. Alice is already out of this. But yeah, so I'm super excited. It's good to see you today. Me too, man. Yeah, you got anything else? No. Go watch playoff hockey, guys. Yeah, dude. Have a good night.